What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. And we got a lot to catch up on because the last time we spoke, we hadn't yet had Roman Reigns getting pinned. I hadn't yet attended a WWE event. And, um, cherry burst. Yeah. We had a, got my cherry popped for the first time going to a uh, weekly live show. And I got to say, for the folks that are interested or curious what a f- weekly show looks like, I will say it's a little weird because, like, the commercial breaks and stuff, like, as you know, I'm sure anybody watching has this experience when you wonder, like, oh, like, they stop resting during, like, commercial breaks. To answer your question, yes and no, because the wrestling continues, but, like, nothing really happens. They kind of just do, like, you know, rest holds in the corner and such. So, anybody (laughs) curious, you don't really miss much during the commercial, but it was a, uh, you know – Fine experience, and I obviously saw Seamus on the street, as I uh, previously mentioned him off screen. That was, that was interesting in of itself. What about you? What has uh, the last month been like for you in terms of WWE? It has been great, man. Uh, I've enjoyed the product for the most part. Um, I I have a curtain. I have a couple issues with the. Um, uh, uh, the women's WWE championship picture just because I'm, I'm just, I'm just kind of tired of Charlotte Flair, but, but we, that's, uh, that's here and there. We can go back to that. But outside of that, I got no issue. No real problem. You know, it's wild about that entire thing is that, that exact episode, the last one that we did, we we did that I think on yeah it was on a Friday and like I think an hour before that SmackDown when she returned I think I think we said like oh yeah the new title is gonna be introduced and then Charlotte's gonna yep. return and be right back into it and that's exactly what happened straight to a T straight uh, to it where where do you think that's going like you think that's you think Oscar's because it's clearly gonna be I mean let's just you know kind of face face the thing right now is that we're going to get a triple threat match uh at SummerSlam. that's let's face it like that's clearly the direction which they're headed but uh, do, do you think oscar's going to retain or do you think you know they're going to try to uh pad charlotte's stats even more here um so i guess SummerSlam is one of the big four what is it big three big four uh yep. premium live events so, like, given because that would mean she would break, or she would would she break, or would she tie her dad's record? I think she would be one. She'd be one away. Oh, okay. She's, yeah, at, um, she's at fourteen right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There we go. There we go. Um, yeah. With that knowledge, then I think they might actually put it on her because I don't think they're gonna give Bianca another run until she she uh, dethrones uh, Rhea. Um. I don't think she's going to get another run before that. I can definitely see them. Oh my God, no. And this is this is my issue. This is my issue right here. Like, I one hundred percent see them putting it on Charlotte Flair for a little bit, giving her another short reign. All right, or giving her enough of a reign to get to WrestleMania. I don't know how it goes, but yeah, no. It, it, I I want Oscar to retain, honestly. You know. That's that's who I kind of feel bad for the most in all this is because like she was uh, she was given that win over Bianca and then it's almost been treated like an afterthought ever since. Like you, you would think the the women or the woman rather that would end that historic 
reign by Bianca would be like the next person to get that rub and kind of be catapulted to the to the moon, so to speak, within the women's division. But it's almost been treated as if it didn't even happen because right. of Charlotte Flair's involvement and like the story is very clearly centered around just Bianca and Charlotte to where you've got you've got your women's champ being treated like just a just another body basically on the on the roster. But um, you know, aside aside of that though, since we last spoke, obviously Money in the Bank took place. And, uh, you know, we're not going to dive too in-depth with Money in the Bank because that's obviously been weeks. But um, the main things coming out of Money in the Bank, two really main things, really, was um, Roman was pinned for the first time, which let's just address it now. How do you uh, how do you feel about that? Uh, it was poetic. I felt that the right person pinned him. And it was the right time for him to get pinned. The only real issue I have with this is that now we know that that that, that title's not coming off of him for another for a good while now, because that was, you know, that's a, that, it's not necessarily a package deal. You know, the title, you know, the title win plus the pin, but you know, them separating it makes it very clear that he's going to hold on to that belt at least for another six months to a year, which I don't really have a problem with. I mean, I, I 100% agree that they have to, you know, uh, modernize the champion, the history of the championships. So, and they need someone to do it behind. And with the way they're kind of doing it, it's fine. I mean, they held Brock Lesnar held it for a while doing it the exact same shit. The only difference is they do it, they do it on a much broader scale. Like no one respectfully, Respectfully, I don't mean to be disrespectful, of course. People remember Bruno San Martino, but they don't really know Bruno San Martino. A lot of wrestling fans, their first uh, their first champion was John Cena now. You know what I mean? Or their first champion was Triple H, you know, or the or or their very first time watching wrestling was The Rock versus Stone Cold. So, you know, once you see that and then you see what they're doing now. You know, you would, unless you're just feeling feeling nostalgic and you you know a little bit with respect to the history. No one's really going back and saying, "Let's go watch these kind of matches." So they have to modernize these championships. They have to, and this is going to sound like a hater of me because you know I, you know how I feel about Hulk Hogan now, but they have to. They they found ways to bring more notoriety and uh, eyes on the WWE on a scale that Hogan hasn't you know, done in a while or something like that. Or, or you know, I think I'm, let me try to elaborate a little bit better. Like, I, I feel like The Rock is bigger to WWE now than what Hogan was. All right. I think Hogan is the driving force that WWE got into, like, the mainstream media. I, I can 100% give him that. But, you know, I think if you, you, if you mention The Rock, people know who he is. If you mention Hogan, a lot of people don't know who he is, but the new kids ain't really going to know him like that. All yeah, right. um, but then you can you compare them to like what we are seeing now. It's hard to want to go back and just want to watch those older matches. So they have to make sure the modern audience. Plus, if they want this to go for another fifty or sixty years, yeah, we can always respect you know the past. But you know the history books can't be you know something from nineteen forty or nineteen fifty while we're in you know going to the year two thousand twenty four all the way to two thousand thirty two thousand forty. You know, there has to be more modernized champions, so they have to break those records. So I don't really mind. I mean, honestly, 
the other issue, other issue about not breaking, uh, having Roman drop that pin or him not going to be able to drop that title now is that if he does drop the title, then we got to start this whole process all over again. You know what I mean? Because there's multiple champions of that time that held that belt for multiple years, you know? So we got we to gotta get another person to uh, be the second longest. We got to get another person to be the third longest. You know, and that's, you know, those are thousand day reigns. So, you know, it's, it, it doesn't make sense for him to drop it now. And now he's going to have, he's going to have to hold it until for another two or three goddamn years now. My, my main issue with it was just, um, I didn't mind that Jay Uso was the first person to pin him basically since he's taken on the tribal chief character. My, my main issue was, that the pin took place prior to Roman losing the belts. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's going to take away from the uh, eventual moment of whenever Roman does eventually lose. Cause I personally, I still feel like Cody's going to be the guy and yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that is or isn't the right call. That's just kind of what my gut instinct tells me. I think it's probably going to be at the next mania next year. I think that's honestly probably where he's going to lose. Um, and I think it's going to be Cody, but, um, I mean, I felt either way, even if Roman did or didn't get pinned that Cody beating him the second time was just like, all right, whatever. We just basically recycle the rock Cena, yeah. uh, part two type situation regardless. And then add on the fact that Roman's already been pinned anyway, it kind of even further dilutes the eventual win anyway. So it just kind of is what it is. I'm just kind of enjoying the ride now of what we have left of this bloodline story and, right. see, and seeing, you know, where it could possibly go. Cause every time you think it's kind of done with, they always keep adding a new layer to it. So I've been seeing that the bloodline version of the story is possibly going to be ending SummerSlam. I'm sorry, say that again. That was being distracted by a kid. No, I keep hearing that the Bloodline version of Roman's uh, story is going to end at, like, SummerSlam. Like, you think he'll keep he'll, – he'll be out of the group, but he'll still keep the title? Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to keep the title, but, like, Jay, Jay's just going to fall short, and then Roman's just going to move on and do whatever else until Mania. Jay's not winning. That's that's yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn. But even though I would, if they did, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't. I would be. I think it would be a hell of a shock. I wouldn't be upset. But that's you know all cards on the table. Jay's not winning that at SummerSlam. So, what else can they do? I uh, so I mean, how many more are are there? I mean, because we're already you know knee deep in a dissension angle, a disassembly angle. You know, I mean, the next person to leave is going to be Heyman or uh, Solo. So, I mean, unless, I mean, is he going to be broken all the way down before he gets built back up? I mean, but even if that's the case, I mean, how are you going to be broken all the way down and you're an undisputed champion for over a thousand days? Mm -hmm. Like, even at your worst, you still can't be beat. So it's like, all right, well, I mean, is that really that bad? So, like, I guess his downfall has to legitimately start with him losing that title. So I think that they got, I think they're going to pull something else out. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they add some more members before, you know, it really, they, like, before they honestly kick him out. 
I wouldn't be surprised if like Soto helps bring some people up. They do their thing for the next six, you know, months or a year, and then they turn around lower man and toss him out. I wouldn't be surprised about that at all. Yeah, I mean, I would. I mean, I've been saying this for a bit. I would like for Roman to kind of get into feuds and defend his title against guys that he hasn't yet tangled with either for a while or just under this current character that he's under. Cause if you look at the SmackDown landscape and I know these guys aren't going to be the guys to beat him, but like at some point you have to just have your champion defend the belt, whether he's going to, whether you know, he's going to win or not. I think cause he's, by the time we reach SummerSlam, it'll, it'll have been four months since right. he last defended his title. So, I mean, I would I would say after SummerSlam, I would like to see Roman kind of mix it up with guys like Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, and defend the belt against them because those are matches we haven't seen literally since Roman's been the big dog. <laughs> and, like, Lashley has a legitimate claim considering, you know, he uh, remember he won the WWE title last year and he never technically lost or got a rematch for it. Right. So, and uh, from the pro- issue with oh, my only issue with that is like if I if Bobby Lashley goes against him, I want Bobby Lashley to win. Lose. So I, I I need to I need to see him with another ring. But that's that's kind of the other thing too. You know, like you know, we we got what, what does Cody say? We got to finish the story. So, yep. You know, it is what it is. Uh, but, no, I'd love to see Lashley get another run out of him. I'd love to see a couple people, you know, get elevated, you know, from the feud. Uh, a couple um, – you know, you're going you're gonna to think I'm crazy for this one. I wouldn't mind seeing a legit theory feud with Reigns. And I'm not I'm saying – you know, and I'm not, I'm not, I definitely don't think he would win. You know, I don't expect him to win. But, like, I, he's at that point now where he needs – he's at – He's at sink or swim, and I think he's a boring champion. But you know, he goes out there and does what he needs. All right, I don't hate him in his ring. I do hate his finisher. I ain't gonna lie, I hate his finisher. I just, I, I just feel like it, 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 it seems like it, for, it should be more impactful, but it's almost like he's, he's like gently setting him down on the knee. And I, and I appreciate that. I don't want nobody to get hurt. I don't know, I don't want no bones to be broken. But you know, if that's your finisher. If that's the I'm putting these MFs to bed move, I mean, it got to look a little bit more stank than that. I just need a little something else. That's all. But no, I wouldn't mind seeing him in a feud. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing. Uh, I, honestly, I want them to build Gable up. Yeah. I want I want Gable to have it get a if maybe not a feud with Reigns if that's not because I know on different, two different brands, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, man, let him go against Seth a few times. You know what I mean? Put. Put the Alpha Academy against the Judgment Day. Give him, uh, give him some rub. Give him some wins. I like Chad Gable, man. I legitimately think I he's a new too. angle. Yeah, I legitimately think he's a new angle, man. He's an absolute monster in the ring. And that thank you shit is both is the perfect blend of uh, hilarious and annoying. All right, his character is like hilariously annoying, but he'll beat <laughs> your ass too. So it's like, okay, all right. He did a rolling goddamn German suplex on Braun Strowman, man. I'm sorry. That's still one man, of the that was... strength I've ever seen. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, since we're, we just talked about theory, I think it'd be a good time to discuss, like, the current state of the U.S. title. Because I was there, man. I He did, he defended the belt against Sheamus um, at Madison Square Garden. We got another, you know, generic 
type finish. And they clearly have just been spinning the wheels with him ever since Mania. It felt yep. like the new, and I'm an Austin Theory apologist, and I'm just telling you how it is straight up. Like ever since Mania, they've just not cared about the U.S. title anymore, and they just don't care about him. I don't know what it is. You would think with uh, being on a brand in which your champion only shows up maybe twice a month at most, you would think the next step generally would be to let's elevate the next important title here and showcase it in a way that it should because pre-mania on Raw, that's the way it was going. But ever since you know he had the Cena match, ever since that match, they've seemed to just not – you know presented in a way that i think it should be presented and i can't really tell you why but um he's got i mean i mean i guess politically speaking i think we talked about it before the old man is back but you would think the old man being back would like you know be on his side the way it was kind of like set out but like both of those secondary honestly even the tag titles all the tag titles they don't really they don't really have that same hit like it did a couple months ago but a lot of that is, bro. I want theory to win, dude. I do. I, I, I want to see him prosper, bro. But I something has to be done. Like right. it's just something. It's not curling all the way over with his character, or it's because his work isn't bad. I don't think he's trash in the ring at all, man. No, no. I don't think he's trash in the ring at all. But like his work is. I mean, sorry. It's just his something is off. And something's just not making just something makes me not want to care. All right, all right. And I'll watch the matches like, because it's the United States champion, the U.S. champion. Okay, cool. We got we got it's a champion match. He's a champion. He has to have a you know a certain amount of storyline uh, relevance, you know, because he's the champion. And it's it's just not there now. When Gunther comes on, I tune the fuck in. It's, like, it's Gunther. Yeah. It's the it's the ring gunner on. I, but like for some reason, and Austin beat uh, Cena at, at Mania, bro. That's a that's that's a that is a supposed to be a catapult. It don't matter if Cena ain't been around in a while. He Cena is Cena. Cena is you know can be in the conversation for the greatest of all time and and be a legitimate argument. All right, a yeah. legitimate argument. You know what I mean? And that's you know that's nuts. You get you beat someone like that at Mania, man. It's it's supposed to it's supposed to put you in a higher feud category. You're supposed to be in a higher tier after that. And ever since then, it almost seems like Cena's words to theories to theory has had more impact than theories win over Cena at Mania. And that's crazy. All right. Because it's almost it's pretty much he said, I mean, you're a jerk, you're a joke no matter what. And, and if you beat me, you get you got lucky. And it's so far, it's held true. It's, and I, the, the mess up part is I, that's not even on theory. No, it's on. It's on creative. Yeah. I, th- I, I think just you know, the way the U.S. title is being presented as a whole, in general, post mania is is an issue in of itself. But I think when when it pertains to theory specifically, they're never letting him win matches. I mean, unless you, unless it's like somebody like a Ridge Holland type situation, he'll he'll win matches clean against guys like that. Yeah. But anybody from like the upper mid card, like a Sheamus, like a, a Ray, 
And like he's not picking up clean victories. All his matches are just ending the same way, which means people are not going to give him any sense of credibility. And then his character itself, what Cena said, seems to be the case. He said he doesn't believe the theory himself doesn't believe anything that comes out of his mouth. And I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of believing that as well. I think I think theory's just uh spewing just whatever they're writing for him, basically. And I think it's not that he doesn't have charisma or promo ability himself. I just think like he's relying too much maybe on what they're the inform like the material that they're giving him instead of being himself. And I think being himself might serve him a lot better in the long run. And I think a face turn, it might be something you might want to consider at some point because he has a really punchable face though, man. Like I don't can he yeah. be a legit face? Like I I really want to punch him in the mouth sometimes. And it's not he's never done anything to me. He just has a face that's like, dude, if I just, I, I don't know if he can be a good guy. I think his punchable face is the reason why he's such a good heel. All right. Even though I ain't gonna lie, he stole that gimmick from Tyler Breeze. But. Now Grayson Waller's got. Oh my God. Grayson Waller. Bro, I, dude. I, I love the potential they see in him, man. I really do. I'm still on the fence with him, though. I ain't gonna lie. You said his, what? His moveset irritates me. I don't know why. Yeah, and the I think the his ring attire is kind of weird too. I don't yeah. know. I don't like yeah, the it's like, a, it's the like an NBA street creative player, bro. Like, what do we? All right, and even the yeah, elbow. Yeah. Like, I, that's clean, but like, like, I don't know, bro. That that running jump move what into if... a stunner, bro, was like, hey, bro, that's there's a certain level of believability, bro. I'm just not going to stand there and let you do all that, man. It's like you're outside jumping in. You know, and then rolling, and sometimes the roll ain't clean. All right, that so you got to hit a smooth transition, bound, roll, jump, stunner. All right, believably. No, nah, I man, they got to switch that up. So, man. They oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but here's what I Good think. Good match against Edge, though. Oh yeah, and I'm I got to see. I was there for that. I was crazy. I got to see Edge in person. I was, I was nuts. Just to put things into perspective, I went to a house show right after christmas of 2010 and this was um right before like the last road of edge's kind of retirement tour the first time around so i got to see edge i got to see edge as the world heavyweight champion right as he was like basically getting ready to retire and then i got to see him again post-retirement in the year 2023 so that was kind of crazy in of itself but um yeah, back to um, the U.S. title in closing here. Here's what I think. I think this is the right decision. I feel like this is kind of the only decision at this point. In order to make people care about the U.S. title, you got to put it on somebody that everybody cares about. So this is what I propose. I think that Theory should drop at the L.A. night at SummerSlam. I think that's the way to go. I think it's time. Yeah, I think, I think it's time. I think it's time for LA Knight. I think it's time for Theory to drop that title. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And LA Knight's a perfect guy to do it because I—he's I, a jerk, but I'm a fan of his work, man. He does his thing. You know what that would do, like for the for the title? Think about it. If whenever Rome, because there's gonna be a time where Rome in this fall, coming fall after SummerSlam, 
there's going to be a lot of times in which Roman's not there. Like, think about it. You got like, you know, your fast lanes of the, you know, those type shows coming up in October. You're going to have like a solid, like probably month of no Roman during like October. Right. Who do you want to be that next champion of importance on your show? And then that's where you kind of insert LA Knight there. Yep. Somebody that everybody cares about. You're going to have their eyeballs paying attention. That's a guy to take down theory and win the title. Any other decision? I mean, you know, I know they had this. Um, I don't know how uh, how well you've been paying attention, but they just did this invitational. They started on last Friday. There's like two set. There's two sets of fatal four ways. And um, Santos Escobar won the first one. And then they've got another one going on tomorrow between uh, Sheamus, Ray, I think Cameron Grimes and L.A. Knight. Yep. And then whoever wins that faces Santos next week to decide who's facing uh, the I There's only one right. Like, I understand people with the money in the bank decision, but this I feel like this one would be even more inexcusable than the money in the bank one, if you think about it. I understand the money in the bank when I do. I do. I, like, like we talked about before, with the moment when when, when – when, Priest had that match with Bad Bunny. He became a main man. That was that was him. That was hey, bro. At some point, you are going to be a world heavyweight champion here. I don't know. It won't. Maybe it won't be this year. Maybe my might, might even be next year. But you're gonna be here. But now that, that damn briefcase, honestly, I think he might have an unsuccessful cash in. I'm not gonna lie. Really? Yeah. Unsuccessful. Unsuccessful. That's. I think either that's gonna happen or, or. He's going to cash in right after, like, Finn loses to Seth or something like that. All right. Because Seth is about to have to take a break. Seth got a lot of injuries. Yeah. He got a lot of injuries. And he's trying to avoid surgeries. But the longer you avoid the surgeries, the worse shit gets. So at some point down time, he's going to sit down. Also, and here's where, you know, people don't sound to be crazy. Like, I, I love Seth Rollins as champion. Judgment Day is kind of the hottest, one of the hottest things in professional wrestling right now mm-hmm. uh, and they have the chance to repeat some of the bloodline heat or some of the bloodline you know excitement over on the judgment day just with the cash in and the tease cash in and they have, say a finn actually wins at SummerSlam, and then you know yeah so you got you got pretty much a staple of champions plus um uh, excuse me, staple champions plus the money in the bank, bank cash in. You're the strongest group. You're the strongest group in WWE right now. Yeah. yeah. Then they can play. They can play around with the cash in and is is pre cash in on Finn. You know, maybe that can lead to them breaking up, or maybe you know, doing a swerve and he cashes on Roman at the lit on some last minute shit. You know, say say everyone that Roman. Uh, this is me fantasy booking. Everyone that Roman is shit out of him. Uh, everybody from the bloodline stomps him out. Everybody hits a finisher on him, and then next thing you know, here comes Priest. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of the direction it's going. I think WWE sees one how successful and captivating the bloodline story has been, but I think they also subconsciously realize that we're kind of I don't want to call it end game, but it kind of does feel like we're in like the, the last inning here in terms of what they could possibly do left with the story. So I think what they're doing over on raw is kind of planting the seeds for a similar type story to occur 
with the bloodline because they need like that next what's who's going to take like the the mantle from the bloodline in terms of like the biggest story on television in WWE. And I think that's probably what's going to happen. But um as far as like the world heavyweight title is concerned, I actually I don't, and I don't know if this was because they were trying they knew they were going to have another match at SummerSlam so they weren't really trying to give you all um all they could do, but I kind of felt really underwhelmed by the Finn and Seth match at Money in the Bank. Yeah. It kind of they, they kind of feel I don't want to say that they phoned it in necessarily cuz that's not really the the best term to use here, but it kind of felt like they nerfed themselves a little bit and didn't want to give you all they could possibly provide because they knew they were going to have another follow-up match at SummerSlam. That's kind of what it felt like, which to to me, it was almost like, well, if you were going to do that in general, why not, why not just save the match for SummerSlam and give Seth somebody else? Cause think about it. The whole seven years in the making thing makes a lot of sense. Cause it's legitimately like seven SummerSlams ago that this match happened, but you know, the guy, they just had their match like the month before. So it's like, you know, I would have much rather see them just save the match if that was going to be the case. But do you think Finn got any got any shot here at SummerSlam, or you think he's going to lose? Man, all right. Well, well, first and foremost, is it Finn or is it the Demon? As of now, it's Finn. Okay. Um, I I think Finn gets close, and then someone something costs him. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if like. You know, I don't think they, I don't think they're gonna start doing breaking up the Judgment Day yet. But like, I wouldn't be surprised if, the, if Priest does something to fucking get him fucked up. And it's not like maybe it won't even a big thing. Maybe it's just showing up when he shouldn't have showed up and he gets distracted. But no, I unfortunately I don't think I don't think I see Finn winning. But unless they, unless Seth is going to go get that go get that work done, I think Seth is going. I don't, I don't think they're going to have Seth have such a short reign. But if they do, it would be because of that. And I, you know. If not, if they do decide to pull the trigger on him, and I'm down. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see Finn with the championship. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, well, if it's Demon Finn, he's got to go over, I think, at that point. Like, because if Demon Finn, only, Demon Finn only has, like, one loss, right? I think two, technically, because Roman and Edge. Yeah. But yeah. Roman's, Roman's was kind of, like, under some weird circumstances. They never like, did explain that bullshit, did they? <laughs> Well, Vince, who, look, look who was booking the show at the time. I mean, come on, you you, you gotta asking for long term explanations is like unrealistic with that current regime at the time. But um, you know, yeah, he's lost technically two matches as the demon. I don't, I don't if he if he does bring back the demon, you know, I feel like you kind of have to have him win. That's like, the thing because it's like, it, 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 like technically speaking, in my eyes, the demon shouldn't have any losses. If he brings the demon out, then he should not have the demon. Should the demon should win? But the demon should only come out. Edge. You say what? He should have beat Edge. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I can understand why he didn't beat Roman, but it's like if, if you if you bring that if you bring out the demon, the demon has to win. If the win does, if demon doesn't win, then it's like why'd you bring out the demon? Because if that's supposed to be like your trump card. You know, that's, uh, that's oh, I'm going to a new place. I, I do shit that I don't know as, but then you lose. I, it's, not, it's just not as intimidating anymore, man. It doesn't yeah. matter how many times you crawl out of smoke. It's just not intimidating. So, 
they, they pull the demon, demon has to win. Or they they can't really pull the demon card no more. I think I think a good card to play here, and now hear me out. This is what I think, and this is not like I can't really can't really make a firm decision right now on like who I think should win or whatever. But if they went this route, I wouldn't mind. So say if like Finn won the title, right, and like Damian runs down, like it looks like he's gonna cash in, but like instead, you know, they just you know celebrate the win or whatever, and like. They keep playing on that for the next however so many months that Finn has the belt. He he becomes paranoid and like almost looking over his shoulder in a way with like the the idea that Priest could potentially cash in and they could tease like that idea. I'd rather see that play out for months of like you know constant like paranoia and like self doubt between the the group. Rather than like Finn winning and getting cashed in on that SummerSlam and then blowing their load, I don't think I would like that. Yeah, no, no, you could, especially if this was building up the Jasmine Day to rival the Bloodline storyline. You have to, you got to flesh that out. You're absolutely right. You can't blow your load at SummerSlam. You got to let this thing go. Let this thing marinate here. Listen, you can blow your load at any Slam, brother. <laughs> well, that goes without saying, right? <laughs> But uh, yeah, another thing we uh, got kind of brewing here is Gunter is getting dangerously close to breaking this record. I think he's might be exactly 50 days away from breaking it. But there's the caveat here that Drew McIntyre had just came back and made his return at Money in the Bank. And it seems like that's the direction they're going with at SummerSlam. Weird little situation here. Weird little situation because I Definitely feel like Gunter should break this thing, but on the same token, are you going to kind of have Drew come back and, you know, lose his first right. match back? So I'm kind of like, I feel like they booked themselves into a weird little spot here by having this be a thing. Listen, they have to, they, it has to end up being a double DQ, like they won't stop brawling type situation. Put like, let it cool down for a week or so, let Gunter break the record and then have Drew break, beat him. Okay, because you you cannot have Drew lose on his first match back back uh, back to the uh, since being gone for like what three months? Yeah, since Mania. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you you just you can't have him lose, man. You can't. That's just, it's not a good move, and I don't want him, I don't want to see him on AEW. So, <laughs> um, at the same time, Gunther has to break that record. Oh, 100%. He has to break. There's no, I don't, I, I I was never a huge fan of the Honky Tonk Man in general, but like, you know, I could, I could respect, you know, them holding that record as long as they have. It's time, though. It's yeah. time. And honestly, Gunther earned it. has earned that. The, I'm also going to say, and this is why I'm saying that Drew has to beat him, but they got to get the title off him after that, though, is because the title is holding him back. Oh yeah, because he's a he's already as far as I'm concerned. You know what he's gonna do for that world heavyweight title on Raw when he inevitably wins it? You know what you know what that's gonna do for them? Like everybody pays attention to everything that he does. Whether he talks or not, like he captivates people in a way, like he commands people's attention. All his matches feel big. So the moment that he wins that world heavyweight title, that the stock of that belt. Is automatically going to be raised, so 
he's my pick to win the Royal Rumble. But that's oh, yeah. oh yeah. I, I if it was up to me, if it was up to me personally, I'd probably just have him drop the IC title around Survivor Series. That'd probably be the way to go, in my honest opinion. But whether that's the case or not, I guess uh, remains to be seen. But um, yeah, what what about the um, what about the tag division right now? I mean, you mentioned before you didn't really like the direction in which it's going. Sami Zayn and Kevin, I guess, would be a good place to start. I don't really know what what the thing is with them because they're getting really good crowd reactions and they're they're doing like good stuff but they haven't really had any like genuine feuds with anybody they've had a couple one-off title defenses against like you know pretty deadly and i think they they did their thing with imperium for a little bit but they haven't been having like set rivalries with any other teams since you know the bloodline stuff with them ended yeah and it kind of makes me wonder well, one, who's going to end up being the ones to take the belt off them, but like kind of the decision to have the belts on them in the first place, because if Seth is going to retain the belt, he's going to need some more opponents to defend the belts against. And I feel like those are two possible opponents that you could potentially throw into, you know, feuds with Seth and then possibly just give the tag titles to another solid team. But I don't know. It's kind of spinning their wheels there a little bit. I'm so used to seeing them individually that them as a tag team, it works. And it works for what it was doing in the bloodline. But, like, I don't want to see them as, like, the tag team champions. I'd rather see them as single champions. But you're right. They haven't had – they don't have any, like – any notable feuds yet outside of the bloodline. And because of that, it makes it, it's, it's how I, okay. So like when I train a client, when I get a new client, uh, I tell them there's a difference between workouts and programming. All right. You can have a bunch of really good workouts, but if you're not programming to what you're, to your, if you're not programmed to your goals, you're not going to hit your goals. All right. And this is kind of how they're doing with the tag team titles. Um, Really good matches, really good title defenses. When Sami Zayn and KO come out, I listen because I enjoy both of them. But there's, there's not, they don't, they don't command the same respect as like the Usos did or the New Day did, or you know when when they w- was running with those championships, or even or or like say the Street Profits or uh, uh, Alpha Academy when they had the belts or RK Bro. RK Bro, yeah. You mm-hmm. know, it's just not the, it's just not the same. It, it, I guess it feels like permanently like two world champions teaming up to get the belts for a storyline, but the storyline at some point that, that storyline is going to end. It feels like that. Like, you know, they're going, one of them is going to turn on each other at some point, or, you know, they're going to drop those belts and then one of them is going to turn somebody to that point. We, so we just want to get to it. But if not, then, I mean, just give them some, give them some people to beef with, have some people beat them. Like maybe not for the titles, but like they gotta they gotta get a couple of L's. They gotta get they gotta get the ass beat a few times. They ain't got the ass beat. All right. I think they I think they need to turn the uh, the brawling brutes back heel. Yeah. Have them come after them. All right. Which is crazy. The mugs got over just by fighting and beating the shit out of people, man. I love that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it kind of. I was saying for a while that. 
this was this is obviously prior to um prior to Damian winning money in the bank and then prior to Finn challenging Seth. But I really wanted the judgment day to be the ones to eventually win the tag titles from them. However, I don't really feel like that's the case currently, because I mean, you know, obviously the plans have changed in terms of the direction in which some of their guys are going. So I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, I think a lot of people probably want to see DIY get back together and be the ones to take them down. That's a possibility down the line, it seems. But the way things are going, it doesn't really seem like they're going to have a match on the SummerSlam card. Which is crazy. Absolutely nuts. Uh, I mean, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler apparently, you know, more more uh, more deserving of a spot than the tag titles. I'm I'm not a, I'm not a one. I, from my understanding, I heard that like she's on her or she's on her last leg. All right, but two, I'm kind of excited for that feud. I'm not gonna lie. I, I kind of want to see them beat the shit out of each other. I think I think if there's two people that can legitimately beat the shit out of each other, it's those two. Throw them in a fight pit. I'm dead ass. I there's absolutely no reason why they are not in the fight pit. You have. It, to. it just seems like it's. It just seems like it's too easy to write. Make that happen. So, dude, that's that is literally something that Helen Keller could book. <laughs> like, Stevie Wonder could find his way to that, bro. I promise you. Yes, like this is something self-explanatory. Um, but yeah, that's that's obviously going to be happening. Um, they made that official on Monday. Something that's most likely going to be made official next Monday, though, is uh, Logan Paul and Ricochet. That's the direction. And I remember the very first podcast that we did, I actually – I remember I did mention that. I didn't think they were actually going to have it happen. But I legitimately said, like, oh, somebody who's, like, kind of a wild card opponent for Logan Paul would be Ricochet. And then, lo and behold, it's literally his next uh, – feud after mania so what do you think about that? Win that though. logan's winning clean probably too that's that's crazy because you're right you're right i think ricochet needs to win more i ain't gonna lie yeah i mean that you know what that would do for him probably a lot he'd probably be like i would be like if I, this is just me like booking the show logistically assuming that like seth were to retain Ricochet reads Logan Paul. I feel like he'd be like first up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Seth needs people that can go, and Ricochet can go. Prince fucking Kona, bro. But <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, the match itself is it's either going to be a complete shit show with fantastic spots or it's going to be an absolutely fantastic match with fantastic spots. So I'm expecting them to do some crazy ass shit. I ain't gonna lie. Nick, it's gonna live up to the hype. I hope so. I can see how it, that's a maybe a no. Mm. Um, but I think action wise, I think it, I think it will. Spot wise, it will. No matter what. Uh, ring psychology wise, I don't, I don't think so. Um, yeah. I think I think Ricochet uh, is better at that than uh, than Paul, but I don't think Logan Paul has that in there yet. Not that I mean, he can go and he's put on some fantastic matches, man. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't see a five star star here 
I see some crazy ass shit happening though. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Logan Paul. The thing is, is like he's had some really good moments and matches with some people, but if you look at the people that he's kind of tangled with, they're they're almost like chiefs in command type of guys. Like they know how to like guide a guide the psychology and guide like a, a match through emotion. People like Seth and Roman. And yeah. I don't say that Ricochet doesn't is like a slouch when it comes to psychology, but like I'm not gonna be surprised if the match gets sloppy a little bit from time to time without that kind of like, all right, like you got guys that could like put them in a chokehold and then tell them like, okay, this is where we're taking this. Like Roman, for example. Like there was a lot of that. Right. Where like, this is gonna be very like kind of move based type of thing. I don't know. I mean I'm sure we're still going to get a good treat nonetheless, but it wouldn't shock me if the match gets a little sloppy at certain points throughout. Saying that front flip out the ring movie does is clean, though. Hang on. Yeah, really? Yeah. It's clean, bro. It is. Dare dare I say it's it's better than Kenny Omega's. I can see that. I can, I can. I can give you that. I can give you that. I will also say though, I've I've gone back and watched a few Kenny Omega matches, and I I have a lot more respect for him in the ring. Oh yeah, he's oh, yeah. he's. They they were people were saying that he was the best in the world, and I you know honestly I'm I watch AEW sometimes. I, I and I watch TNA sometimes back in the day, but like I'm a WWE fan. I am. So if you're not on that roster, I really don't believe that you're the greatest. Uh, Kenny Omega is kind of nice with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, bro. He, that, he's one of the few to shut me up. Will Osprey, too. He shut me up, too. Oh, yeah. They be throwing them, bro. Oh, my God. But, um, you know, I, you know, I think the thing about Kenny Omega was that the, I think I, I stopped watching or I couldn't give him, I can't get past was that match with the nine year old girl he did. That uh, actually was a thing. Yeah, it's a legitimate thing. So here's the deal, though. Here's the deal. Felony so, way. It's it's a nine year old girl, and there is a certain amount of suspension suspension of belief, uh, which I mean goes hand in hand in wrestling anyway. But like, it's even more so with the nine year old girl. But I will say that the match wasn't that bad. It was not that bad. Uh, I, I parts the, the parts that I can say were good. Uh, there was a lot of really good ring psychology in that ring from both sides, and that little girl was sell, that little girl was selling her ass off. Wow! So I'm gonna have to look into this after, bro, man. Like, look at look into it. Just look into it, even if it's just to get a laugh, man. But it's it's really not that bad, bro. Like I, I, I can't even use it as a reason to dislike Kenny Omega anymore. It's not that bad. Yeah, so it's, it's borderline good. Well, speaking of good, I mean, we got a little bit of a tease last Friday. It looks like, uh, looks like our boy Bobby's got the band back. Well, not really the old band, but like, you know, the new band, I should say, back together. Um, we got a tease of a little bit of a faction forming here with the. Her, the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley. Yeah. 
What, what do you think? What do you think the direction of this is going to be? You think? Well, first off, do you think they're going to be heels or they're going to be face? Uh, I think they're going to be heels because profits are already faces. Lashley is a tweener, the face, the tweener, but face leaning right now, and neither one of them, neither the group or the man, have the success that they would probably want right now. And I think that's going to be the thing that's going to, that's going to keep them heel. That's going to have them go heel. Also, it's time for profits to go heel because they're going to be building up Montez. All right, and we've we've talked about it a while, but it, Montez is going to be going for a championship at some point. All right, uh, the Street Profits as a team has a shorter shelf life than they do individually careers. But Dawkins is nice with it too. I don't know why people just don't talk about Dawkins, man. Oh but yeah, I, and honestly, I, I think it's I, I think it's because of his physique. I ain't trying to, I, and I think that's kind of I think it's I think it's fucked up. I do. I think it's one hundred percent fucked up. But I, I pure, I really think that purely because he doesn't have like the physique, physique, or he doesn't have the physique that, that Montez has. Montez has people discredit him, but the man can go. He's a fantastic oh, yeah. wrestler, bro, and he can move. That boy can move. All right, but I can, I see them one hundred percent building them up. Uh, they got to get somebody's belt off. I honestly, I could, I think they're gonna split them belts in the long, in the long term. They need them. The, the tag belts? Yeah. They could, yeah. I mean. Because, I mean, think about it. They don't they, – they got Roman a new unified belt. They got uh, – uh, they, they gave new belts to the women. the women champs. Yeah. Yeah, the women champs. And uh, they gave new belts to the uh, the women tag team champs. The only one they got no new undisputed championship belt. They were still walking around with them two belts. Yeah. All right. And honestly, if we want them to take the tag team scene uh, more seriously, they got to have a chance for each brand. There's just too many tag teams that not, I'm sorry, there's too many good tag teams that could benefit from being called champion. Right. So. What, what do you, uh, what, do, what do you think about Cody and Brock? Cause I'm going to be straight with you here, man. I, I personally couldn't care less anymore at this point. I think I'm kind of over it. I'm I'm, I'm kind of at the end, but it's it's good for Cody to have someone like Brock Lesnar on the on the resume. Mm-hmm. That depends on Brock Lesnar because you know Brock Lesnar's about as tough as they come. Right. I don't know what they're going to do with this, and honestly, I don't. Brock doesn't really need the win, but it, like it doesn't make sense for him to lose either. All right, because I just yeah, the it's op- just hard for me to believe op- that Cody Rhodes can beat Brock two times, three times. So yeah, uh, the optics of it don't really make sense on surface. But um, I think that in terms of the stipulation, I keep hearing bull rope as a possible idea. Um, I don't know what your feelings are on that. I'm, 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 I guess, I, I, I guess I'd rather have that than like another hell in the goddamn cell. So, I don't, I don't think, I don't think we should get a cell. No, I mean, no. in fact, I don't want to see any more cells. I don't, I would, I would prefer not to see another cell until WrestleMania. No joke. Yeah. I would, I, I would, I think that they should keep a lot, most of their gimmick matches for WrestleMania. Like, like blow off feuds for WrestleMania. Money in the Bank, WrestleMania. All right. Things like uh, I Quit 
uh, career versus you know that kind of you know matches WrestleMania. Right. Yeah, but, I, I I kind of feel like they should move Money in the Bank back to Mania too. You could have one the men's be on like night two, the women's be on night one. Yeah. Um, because because if you think about it, they find themselves in these positions where like they're kind of trying to like get people on the card and stuff, right? Like people run out of stuff to do. That's why we got the tag showcase matches this past year. If you want something for people to do that are kind of in limbo, just bring back the money in the bank matches and throw them on the mania card. I mean, that's a simple fix, but I get, I get why they have the pay-per-view though. Cause it's kind of a money. Well, no pun intended. It's some, it's a money grab. It's they see money in the bank. You kind of get to like, you know, spread the wealth throughout the year a little bit more because if like they did money in the bank at mania then that would kind of like okay well where's our money coming from in july type of thing so i get why they yeah do that they kind of feel like money in the bank's big in its own that it doesn't have to be a mania but i personally would move it back to mania but um coming out of this either way win or lose what is next for cody you think because you know if he's gonna inevitably probably face roman at 40 um what the hell so you're right you got an entire you got an entire rest of august you've got all the fall the only possible thing and i don't even know if this is going to be the first thing that happens for cody when this guy if and when he returns but i would say randy's a possibility to have a program with cody i heard something i heard something about that but i don't know i didn't know when he was actually showing up I thought he, he might return at SummerSlam. But the thing is, is like you've got some loose ends, though. Like Cody's a thing in of itself, but he's got some loose ends that he needs to tie up, I feel, first. I mean, the last time we saw him, Roman was the guy choking him out. And then obviously the whole Riddle relationship. Those are two things he's probably got to tie up in terms of loose ends before he even has the thing with Cody. I can see. I mean, if they're gonna pull that trigger, I can see them tying those up in the next couple of weeks. Because uh, if that's the case, uh, going to be heel, and he'll just let that shit slide with uh, Roman for the time being. Hit him, see him in the back, like, "Hey, dog, I ain't forgot. I'll come beat your ass later. We, I got shit, other shit to handle with your bitch ass." You know that kind of situation. And then, boom. Then he's. Uh, I'm sorry. So then he got Riddle. Uh, and they can have the little, they can have their feud, which Orton has to win, because then he goes to Cody, you know. But they can also kind of do all that in the span of a couple months. But like, what would be the, where would the match be if Orton and Rhodes go at it? Survivor Series. Probably be the next big, big-ish type show. I mean, Rumble maybe. Yeah. But I mean. Personally, this is what I'm doing. I mean, I would have Cody make it to the final two of the Rumble again with Gunter. Same final two, and this time he doesn't win. Build, keep building. You talk about hard times and adversity. That's that's what I would do. <laughs> this time he doesn't win. That's crazy. Have him lose in the final two. He, you know, looks like he's gonna repeat history, and then Gunter gets his lick back. That would be go through too. Yeah. You think they're gonna go uh, go through uh, Lesnar? At some point, I hope so. At least I don't know if it's gonna 
feel like next year's SummerSlam might be when that comes. I think th- this is why I say this. I think Gunther, I don't, I don't feel like there's a path to set that match up without the world title. Because like, if you look at the two guys, they really have no reason at this moment to kind of lock up. Yeah. Like, especially if Gunther's a heel too, and Brock's also a heel at the moment. But if Gunther has the world heavyweight championship after next year's mania, and he's holding it through SummerSlam, Brock has a reason to come back and fight at SummerSlam next year. That's probably what I would do. Um, But, again, I think Gunther's my pick to win the 2024 Rumble. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I really am. I enjoy that man's work. Yeah. And this will be the last point here. What about Edge? It kind of doesn't seem like he's going to have a SummerSlam match at all. I'm okay with that. I am, but I'm not type of thing. Not really that I'm not, but it, like it would have been nice to see because I don't know. I genuinely don't know how much time he's got left. I mean, he's got – they've got a SmackDown in Toronto next month. Yeah. And that was always kind of the targeted point for his like retirement, I thought. So I don't know if he's calling it quits or whatnot. But Okay, now if that's the case, then, yeah, I definitely want to see him at SummerSlam. But uh, my line of thinking and being okay with him not having a match is like the less matches I see right now – if we for every match he has is another match off the ticker, you know. So I mean, if we if we if we don't have to have a SummerSlam match with some, with him not getting the title or like not having some kind of significant payoff for it, then you know we can wait until the next one. We can wait till Survivor Series or something like that, you know, to have another great Edge match. Let that man rest. So, but if not, if, it, if when is when is the Toronto date? I think August eighteenth. That's, yes, that's like a week and a half after, or two weeks after SummerSlam. Yeah, I didn't think that. Um, I didn't think about Toronto being like a potential hangout spot this year, but like I know he said he was. I know he said he was. He, he didn't say he was running on fumes, but he said like this is it. He did pretty much say that, but this is. He's at the end of the line, so. I don't even know what's like I because I try to think of possible like dream matches for him too. And this is what kind of confused me with the decision to put him on SmackDown to begin with. Yeah. Like, aside from like geographically speaking, he clearly wanted to go to SmackDown pro- possibly because they knew that you know he's got the MSG show where that's where he made his he made his debut in MSG, yeah. uh, Madison Square Garden. So that's obviously holds a significant place for him. And then obviously the Toronto show in August. Clearly, that probably played a part in why he was drafted to SmackDown. But by that logic, I would have just made the guy a free agent because I feel like he's got way more possible dream matches and like goals over on Monday Night Raw. Because if you think about it, you've got the World Heavyweight title that he never lost when he retired and that wasn't even around when he came back um, initially. And then you've got other guys like Cody and him would be another thing for him to do, like just another thing for him to do. Hell, Gunter and him. Yeah. Like, there's, you know, I think another possible thing, too, is them probably trying to separate him in the judgment day. That probably played a part, too. But just make the guy a free agent, man. I mean, I think he's earned it at this point. Yeah, bro. Let that man go wherever he wants. Yeah. Let him show up on NXT a few times. I don't care. But 
But yeah, man, I mean, I, hopefully we get some. But I, I, if it's an Edge match, I want it to be like an Edge match that's like worthy of Edge. Right. You know, I don't, I don't dislike Grayson Waller necessarily, man. And I, I thought they had a good match, man. But like, I don't know. He, I don't know. Maybe it's just help him get over the new young talent. But I don't know. But I don't know. When I see, when I want to see Edge, when I see Edge, I want main event type feud. No. All right. Right now, he's at. It seems like he's at that. A lot of people are going to go over me just so they can get a rub kind of stage. I don't know if I'm a fan of that. But what about the Rock? You think he's gonna? Is he gonna come back and get get the Grace Waller rub? No, and it sucks. No, no. Yeah. I, and I would. I would love to see the Rock back in. And you would think with the strike going on, there's a, maybe there's a potential for like that. Uh, I think uh, I think that realistically speaking, we might have seen the last of the Rock in WWE. Yeah, I'm with you there. I don't. I don't think. I don't. I don't. I don't see it because like that's the perfect time to do it was Mania. Yeah, in Hollywood. Like the Roman. This this is probably the only time. But Roman was as hot, if not hotter, than The Rock. So that's the potential. You can't do it on the tail end of the bloodline. Unless The Rock is going to come in and like give him a pep talk or some shit. I heard the rumor he's going to come in and some slam go heel with Reigns. I, I would have loved that shit. But that's because I like seeing the bad guys win. I do. <laughs> well, this was another great episode, obviously. And... Um... For everybody tuning in, thanks again for checking this thing out. We're going to see how the next couple of weeks play out, how SummerSlam plays out, and then, uh, you know, hopefully come back at you guys in uh, another month or so. All right. Yes, sir. Peace out, man. It's great talking. Yep. Okay,